Greetings, Hero. My name is Medivus, and today I want to talk a little bit about basically a life hack to make your life easier and to make you have more success. And yeah, the thing I want to talk about goes back to my Unreal versus Real talk a little bit earlier in the row of podcasts and also in my streams. And basically, the idea to summarize it real quick again is that there are a lot of things in our world that influence us and the people around us without actually ever being real. Real as in it's existing in our world and can be directly touched or interacted with by everyone, right? So if I have an apple, that one's really there, and anyone who gets in range to that apple can push it around, move it, eat it, you know, all of that stuff. While, for example, confidence is something that you have inside of you. Nobody can directly influence your confidence. They can just interact with you, and then you replicate that onto your confidence. Especially if you don't have that much confidence yet. So it's easier to manipulate you and to influence it. And yeah, so the life hack I want to go to is something that's nothing new. A lot of people probably already know it. And um, it has been used over the centuries by so many groups that, yeah, it's actually not a secret at all. But I think in our day and age, we tend to forget the basics. We're all trying to run while most of us don't even know how to walk properly. And yeah, things are fucked up. So the thing we're going to talk about today, the hacks are things like lucky charms or having a mantra or affirmations, all of that stuff. Because technically, all of these things, they are meant to influence the unreal, quote-unquote, non-existing things like your luck or your confidence or anything of the sorts. And yeah, so having each of those basically is a hack, right? So some of you might have noticed this or done this by accident. And um, yeah, for example, you have a t-shirt that you really like. Every time you put on that t-shirt, you feel more comfortable than usual and just good stuff happens. Like People are nicer and things go your way and maybe that you, you forgot to have a reservation in a place, but you just went there and it worked out anyway. And the reason that is, is because if you're so like, comfortable in that t-shirt, you act differently. So something real influences the unreal confidence, uh, the maybe your anxiety. Like when you wear that t-shirt, you feel less anxious. So you are less hibbly and wobbly and you're just talking directly to people or something like that. And that takes forms in so many good things happening to you just because you're wearing that t-shirt, that it's your lucky t-shirt, your favorite one. And I think... There are a lot of things that people subconsciously or consciously do that goes into that direction. As I said, clothing is a very big one. A lot of people have their favorite t-shirt, their favorite pair of boots, a, a favorite jacket, or uh, yeah, a sweater, or whatever it is. Um, 
sometimes it's things like haircuts or a specific like style of makeup or maybe it's an heirloom like a ring or an amulet or something of the sorts that you got handed down by your grandma and maybe maybe there's something like magical behind that like every time she wore this it's happy or for example um for marriages this is done a lot i think or it, at least in the past it was it's like yeah all the women who wore this dress had like the best marriages ever and everything was happy and great and they got money and all that stuff so now you're gonna wear it to have a good send-off and that is basically basically magic in the human world right because we we humans we are more powerful than anything else because of our imagination and our willpower and things like hope uh i usually talk about hope like a very very double-edged sword because hope can be something that lifts you up from the deepest depth of hell but hope can also be something that is dangled in front of you to just lure you into more traps and nonetheless it's the most powerful thing humanity has right all the situations that you heard about where somebody was really fucked up and and just that little bit that little tiny sliver of hope that was left of maybe making it out alive, of maybe changing something, and they did it, and then it came out brilliantly, and they survived, or they strived where somebody else would have failed just because of that little bit of hope. And I think, because we are so powerful, and because we give meaning to things, either by accident or on purpose, we are also able to do that actively. And people who use affirmations or mantras in their daily life, they do specifically that. They create something like a mantra. You create a mantra that has a meaning to you. Something that maybe keeps you concentrated when you are like all over the place or that keeps you calm when you feel rage burning up or something that gives you the confidence to speak in front of a group. You have this mantra. These few words that you stuck meaning to and power to with it. Because we created that power in our mind. And suddenly, because of that, everything goes a little bit different. And I think it's really easy to just create that, not maybe by force, but by repetition. So, for example, uh, I have a ring. It's a lot of the rings replica made from titanium and has a little bit of gold in it and all that stuff. Uh, my mother gave me that years ago. And I sort of started focusing more every time I put it on. Actually, to the point where I only put it on if I had to do something really difficult. And now when I use it or when I wear it, it's just a sort of boost, right? Because I just created that by only wearing it in situations where I needed that boost. And that sounds stupid to some people. Some people, uh, usually the diehard, there is no God, there is no destiny, the nihilistic hard ass was like yeah nothing makes sense and nothing has purpose and everything's bad those people usually will see that superstition because that's what it is as useless but it isn't because as i said in the unreal versus real thing about confidence these things change you and if they change you they change the people around you and 
in the end, if the outcome is different because of something, doesn't matter if it made sense in the first place. It's um like if you if you're really rich. So all people, all people you meet are really nice in person. They're like way too friendly. And maybe that's because they like you, or maybe that's because they want your money. Does it make a difference though? Sure, if you go into the morality of things, it does. But if you go into the practice, uh, the actual situation that exists right there, in both situations, the person is doing something nice for you or is being nice to you because of whatever it is behind it. So there's no difference in it. So why would you worry about the difference? And sure, when you want to put trust in someone there, it would make a difference. But for the situation itself, right now, it doesn't. And it's the same with her heirlooms that got meaning, or with the lucky charms, or the mantras, or the affirmations. Right? If you wake up every morning and say, today's going to be the best day ever, and I'm going to be the most positive I've ever been, and the most powerful, and I will do things I've never done before, and everything will work out because it's amazing. If you wake up every morning like that, does it matter if it's magic that makes it happen? Or doesn't it? Because in the end, you thinking that way will change the way your day goes. Someone who thinks he always wins a bet, no matter the bet, he will always go for the bet, right? And that's probably not the best for him or her because they will lose sometimes. But because of that, they're willing to take risks. Nobody else would because other people would be like, yeah, that's, that's one in a billion chance. Yeah, I'm not going to take that bet. But they will be like, yeah, I'm going to do that. And sometimes it will work out because they were willing to do that. Because their superstition of I can't lose any bets worked out. Or I can't lose any bets be uh, because of this ring or that. Whatever it is. And I think... And stay with me here. You should try to create something like that. As fast as possible. And as powerful as possible. And the power from it comes by staying with it, right? So I'm going to follow on Twitter. Um, he talked about the law of attraction affirmations basically being training wheels so if you get up every morning and you concentrate on it being a great day and you tell yourself it's gonna be a great day and you sort of focus on that you still keep yourself limited because you sort of you sort of limit the scope of things that could happen maybe if you think it's gonna be a good day every day, maybe it could be an amazing day. Maybe it could be a miraculous day. Maybe it could be a day where nothing made sense and everything came way better out than it actually should. But you limited yourself to the today's gonna be a good day. Um, so affirmations and also the lucky charms and all the twinks they should always be just training wheels. And eventually you will have to get along without them. But what's the nature of training wheels? It's that you can use them instantly at the start to get somewhere right along. The training wheels on your bike, sure, they keep you from going way too fast. And if you take a, uh, a curve too quickly with them, you will fall on your face. But at first, they keep you balanced so you can keep going at all. Or start going, I guess. And so I think what you should think about is getting those affirmations, getting that mantra. Just writing it down, maybe every morning. Or picking something that maybe if you just think about it, you notice you will already have something like that. 
like your trinket, your lucky charm that does something specific for you. A lot of people have that. A lot of people just don't understand what it is or what it means. And the Nazis did experiments. I mentioned this before as well, because I heard it from Markovi, who's a friend of mine. Um, they did experiments on people and they found out that if you trick someone into thinking they're dying, that they can die just from the thought of dying. And actually, there was a recent study. I haven't read it completely. I just like read the summarization, but it alluded to the idea that you can just lose your will to live to the point where you just die as well. And I think that's something that happens to old couples. If you're married for 80 years and then your partner dies, the other one usually dies very quickly afterwards. And yeah, I think that's also part of that, right? Your your mind is really, really powerful. You can't even realize how powerful it is. And neither can I. I can just try to, but if you imagine the power of the sun, what's that to you? You you could have the look up the numbers, how hot the sun is or how powerful the energy from the sun is. But you have no relation because the most powerful thing you as a human will ever see up close is so much tinier than that. And same for like nuclear weapons and all of that sort of thing. Um, for the size, some things like when you hear a planet is like a million times the size of Earth. You can't even fathom that properly because it's too huge. And compare that to the size of the universe and all of that. So we're so tiny and all of that. But at the same time, we're so powerful. Because if you think about it clearly, your mind, it thinks something. And then your body acts out that something you thought. And something changed in that huge universe. Maybe it's a tiny change from the view of the universe. But it can still be a tremendous change from your point of view. And getting those training wheels, getting that little trinket that will get you to that place faster to make you realize, hot damn, I'm a freaking powerful mofo and I can do whatever I want with my life. I can just talk and shit, can start talking shit online to people and that <clears throat> stuff, sorry, that stuff I'm saying will influence other people. And their lives might change because of that. I might crack a bad joke in one of my podcasts and one of you who has a really bad day and just randomly heard it somewhere or clicked on it or something. It's like, hot damn, that joke was good. I needed it off. And now maybe this day is not so bad. Maybe, maybe there's things that could go on. Me telling you a trick to improve your life could change it. How powerful is that? How powerful is it that my words can improve the life of someone else. And that is just a glimpse. It's just a tiny facet of the full power every single human has. It's unlimited. We have conquered the skies. We have started to conquer the seas. We have started to conquer space. We have surely conquered the entire earth. And sure, we make mistakes, we fuck up, we fail, and that's all human. But we never stop dreaming, we never stop hoping, we never stop trying, and then eventually succeeding because that's human nature. Human nature is to, uh, to fail, to try again, to fail again, and just repeat that until you don't fail. And then something magic happens. And in people who don't do this, you can see 
how the end is getting nearer. And what happens once you succeed? After a million tries of doing something, you succeed it? What happens? You feel like maybe you can get a step further. It's like in gymnastics, right? Somebody started doing that and they can't do a backflip. No matter what they try. And they try, they try, they train, they try, they improve their body, their health, everything. They finally manage to do it. And then they're like, maybe I can do two in a row. Maybe I can do three in a row. Maybe I can do a flick flick. I have to like sort of do a handstand. And, you know, it's sort of a combination of a lot of exercises. So they start trying that. And they start working on that. And once they do that, they're like, Maybe you should add a spiral to that. Oh, just a little bit of rotation because that would make it fancier. And they keep going. And if you look at human sports, at society, at our culture, and everything really, that's what happens. Every time humans are like, yeah, this is the pinnacle, we have to go there. And then they make it there. Either themselves or somebody else picks up that place and goes further. Because that's human nature. And that's why hope is so dangerous and so powerful at the same time. Because a little bit of hope, that little bit of this is maybe possible for one person in a specific situation. Maybe that's me. That's enough for humans to go there. And I don't know how you feel about this, but that makes me happy. It makes me really emotional to think about that amount of power that's in Every single one of us. And still we're standing there and we're telling people things don't matter. We're standing there that think, uh, telling people that they are powerless, that they have to accept the certain situations, that others can command them how their life should be, that others should have control about the simplest things. Your mind, and I guarantee you this, your mind can come up with ideas in a certain area in a specific way that no other human that ever lived or ever will live can do. Just because the overall thing is so complicated, so complex, so many layers, that there are infinite combinations and only you can do this one specific thing. But now somebody else tells you how to live your life, when you can have Free time, when you can eat, when you can go to the toilet, and all that stuff that happens to most people in their normal jobs, and they just accept it. How would you be happy? Your mind. The thing you have in your soul, your heart, or whatever it is. It is so powerful that it can create things nobody else can. There's a special thing, the special source nobody else has. But now somebody else controls you and blocks it away and it's like yeah no just just forget that completely forget it because your parents told you you're gonna do this and then your field around you was like yeah you're gonna do this and then you started working there and then you're like yeah now i'm stuck here and i'm gonna do this but why and sure there is always the practical side to things if your parents are paying for everything they can probably decide that you have to keep going to school if you have a child and a spouse, yet probably you need to keep earning money to sustain that. But once you realize that, especially now with the internet, 
the infinity of creativity and power the human mind has has met something it's not fully an equal but it's so damn close because the internet too is fairly infinite and fairly powerful not as powerful as your mind of course but think about this for a minute and that's the last point of this video I think just 150 years ago, maybe even 100 years ago, yeah, probably, you would have never heard the opinion of someone on the other side of Earth. You couldn't have. Maybe if you worked really hard and you took a really long journey, you would have gotten there. And then maybe you would have heard something from them if you spoke the language. But now, you have the internet, you log onto Twitter, and you read the opinions from some people in countries right next to you, from your own country, from the other e end of the earth, from other religions, from other communities your community would have never interacted with. You see all those professions online. You can find an expert for basically everything. You can find information and knowledge about everything. Think how powerful that is. Let that sink in. So, people are telling you, humans made it to the moon. Humans managed to start flying in planes and helicopters. And we started going into the depth of the sea in our submarines. And we split atoms and created incredible destruction, but also energy with it. So all of those things happened without so many humans being able to work together, without being able to find the counterparts for your knowledge, because it was so much harder to meet the right people to even know they exist. And now you have all of that, and you have ways to earn money with it, and you have ways to influence other people with it, in a positive or negative way, and I hope you use it for the positivity, but it's also possible for the other way, as media shows us over and over again. There's all this power there. All these possibilities, all these chances. But still people try to tell you that it's not possible? Or that it's possible but it's not you? How dare they? Who let them decide that's the case? And even if it's yourself, if you're like, yeah, there are people who make money online, but I can't because fuck that. Fuck that fucking because. And yeah, I'm going to curse here at the end. Apparently that's my scheme, to curse at the end from things. But... How dare you? How dare you play yourself down? Maybe, just maybe, inside of the brain, there's a brilliant and really stupid idea at the same time. It's so stupid that every other human out there would be like, no, that's impossible. But you're like, yeah, maybe it would be possible, but I'm not the one to do it. But why aren't you? Maybe you're the only one who came up with it. So who else will? I'm sure when... The people started talking about, yeah, let's let's just build something to fly. Other people were like, yeah, that made sense. Yeah, let's do it. No, they didn't. They told them they were morons and attacked them. And that happened every time. Some brilliant thinker was like, yeah, let's do this. And it's not only something you should do, it's something you have to do. It's the duty of humanity to keep improving, to keep trying. and. What I've 
like recently I started watching an anime. It's the Seven Deadly Sins. It's pretty decent, but that made me research the Seven Deadly Sins, like the actual thing, more. And what I found interesting, what I missed, is that sloth actually is a really bad translation for it. Because sloth, as we know it, is being lazy. It's just lying around and doing nothing. Right? That's what we see as sloth. Something that's slow and really laid back and something. But what it actually meant in the Latin, if you translate it properly, it's more like procrastination. So sloth, the deadly sin, can be really productive by doing anything but the actual thing you have to do. You know you have to do. And that's something we're really good at in this day and age, right? We all are doing that. Either we're on your phones, or on 9gag, or on YouTube, or on Twitter, or on streaming. And if you have a purpose to any of that, then it's not a problem. If your purpose is to reach people, to help their life, or to maybe entertain them, or anything of the sorts, and then you stream for that, that's a good use. But if you know, if you deep down know, you would have to go out and do something else, but you're doing this to just not have to do the first thing. And that's where it becomes a sin, right? And I think being a sin or like not taking that out of the equation, those things are usually meant as guidelines. They were rules, sure, and people got tortured for not following them. But generally, the, the origin of it, it's, it's a guideline. It's a guideline that means, means your best. Yeah, you shouldn't procrastinate all the things you have to do, right? Pretty obvious. If you are death deadly sick and you have to go to the doctor to get fixed up, you sh probably shouldn't delay that. You probably shouldn't just, I don't know, go ice skating and then put off going to the doctor. But still, so many do. And it's like with the really bad things and the really tiny things. And it just creates a sum out of that. But... Again, it's your duty as human. And yeah, nowadays we forget duty a lot and everybody should just do what they want or what they, you know, have to just forget the actual thing, the actual purpose behind it. Just do this or that. Waste time, just have fun, just sleep around, just drink around, do whatever. And then they feel empty and they don't know why. And I think the first steps to fixing that is creating those affirmations, that mantra, that lucky charm that keeps you focused on what matters and that installs the duty into you. And for me, that's the ring now. I don't wear it only if I need it because something bad is ahead of me. I wear the ring every day now. And as long as I feel it on my finger, it's a reminder that I have to do things, right? I have to record the podcast because that's part of my mission. I have to record the YouTube. I have to program, I have to make money, I have to help the people around me. I have to do all of those things because they're my duty. Because nobody else can do those things in the way I can. And once you realize that, and once you take the crutches like a lucky charm to get there, things suddenly look up. Yeah, sure, I have to work like 5 to 12 hours um, on like a program or also doing 50 other things that I feel are my duty. But working 16 hours overall in all the things, 
it's not half as bad if it's actually something you know you have to do. Because at some point, or if you're really lucky like me, you will love doing that. I guess, sure, sitting on a PC and programming like 12 to 14 hours at once, most people would be like, yeah, that, that sounds like shit. Who would do that? But I'm someone who's like, yeah, that sounds like fun. Solving problems for 14 hours? Like the whole time? I, I have a problem there and then I come up with a solution and then there's a problem in the solution so I can solve that? That's that's amazing. That's more fun to me than most games ever could be. Just because I can solve all those problems from someone else. In the end, I get even money for solving all of that stuff. That's That's amazing. And with that... I think that's the end of the podcast. So get that lucky charm. Create that mantra. Get the affirmations. Do anything that keeps you focused and gives you that drive to finally start going on those duties you know you have. And those can be really fun. And I think duties usually are negative for people in their mind, but they don't have to. If you know that you're the best for this one thing and you can start doing it, then start doing it and you will probably love it because you know nobody else can ever be as good at being you as you are. Even if they tried, they couldn't. That's where envy is coming in. But I can talk about that one more soon. Until then, though, I hope you enjoyed the podcast. We're rambling about lucky charms and a little bit of sin and all the other stuff. And I would love to for you to share this with your friends or anyone else you know who's struggling to get somewhere. And until then, you know what I say, as always, keep on adventuring.